0: What up, though? It's your boy, Low Gross, also known as Uncle Ski And you are tuned in to the Music Impulse. What up, though? Smiles, holla at me. Hey, this is Scott Dab Sugar West. You're now tuned into the Uncool Urban Podcast. <laughs> y'all it's your boy smiles and we back for a very special episode of the music impulse on this episode I got journalist author um I'm gonna call her best friend of Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> um, Clover yeah. Hope in the building how you doing
1: I'm good thank you I keep getting that
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know um so for for those I'll just be i left. Folks know this is actually our second time recording this we actually <laughs> recorded like a few weeks ago but you know audio issues you know that, that happens with you know podcasting and, and stuff like that you know sometimes you got audio issues so first off just again yeah. appreciate you doing this a second time with me
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have been there like I have definitely been there like I, I had to interview um, T-Boz twice once when I was doing uh, like an oral history of belly and luckily she was like, okay with it. So yeah, I've had the recordings like, you know, die on me. So <laughs>
0: I get it. Oh yeah. I'm, I remember I had uh one time in college, uh interviewing with somebody I didn't check to make sure that um, I think that we used to record stuff where I didn't make sure that it was tried before I left and it oh, that no. died on me. And I was like, so uh, yeah. at the time <laughs> Only, only part of the interview was what was You <laughs> didn't even know that it died at one point. I was like, oh, the lights are not on. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that oh is like, man, it's like that oh. <laughs> like the dread.
1: Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's
0: okay. Yeah, but um, first off, I, I want to start because I, I I saw you've done a whole bunch of other interviews since then, so the one, most recent one I saw was Swain in the Morning. So what was that like oh, getting okay. interviewed by the by the legendary Sway. How how was that?
1: Yeah. I was mad that I didn't say Houseway. Cause I thought that afterward, I was like, oh, I should have like thrown in the houseway, but he probably gets that all the time. <laughs> but um <laughs> it was great to just have um, you know, like a legend in the business and um, like someone who actually really values uh like knowledge and history of hip hop, uh yeah. enjoying the book, because that is the thing. Like I wanted you know, scholars and, like, people who don't know about hip-hop and people, like, the casual fan. I wanted it to kind of, like, appeal to a broad range of people. So it was nice that, like, he and uh, Heather B were appreciating it. And, you know, I, there are people who are, like, less familiar with certain faces or names or histories that are also appreciating it. So it's, um, yeah, it was just, you know, it's nice to get that cosign. Yeah, it. that was You know, Yeah, it just means that, like, you know, it, it was thorough and like there's there's something that you can discover or learn whether, you know, like you whether you how no matter how long you've been in hip hop, basically.
0: Yeah, because I know I definitely heard Heather B give you your props especially because she was like, "Hey, not everyone really gets like the history down packed or does like their research and everything." So that was definitely mm-hmm. dope to hear somebody who's in the book <laughs> actually giving you your props. So again, uh, shout out to you! Congratulations to you on that. Thank you. Um, also, what I should have said also from the beginning, you're the author of the new book, "The Motherload: A Hundred Plus Women Who Made." Uh, hip-hop, so uh, I I bought a copy, and definitely want to tell people that they need to check it out also as well. It's super dope, super amazing. You got women from the beginning all the way up to currently to folks like um, Megan Thee and Cardi B and Tiara Wack and all that in it. Um, yeah. So that's definitely super dope. We'll get a little bit on that in a little bit, but first I want to you know, go back. Uh, can you tell us what it was like growing up in New York and like your college experience and being like a journalism major, can you go back and tell a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so I went into, actually
1: went into college um, undecided. I did not know what I wanted to major in. I had so many interests and just curiosities that I wanted to explore or fulfill. I was into weird things. I, you know, I was into like science and space. and um, yeah, I was I a actually liked... major
0: before I to, to, to radio broadcasting myself. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, I loved just like, I loved learning things. Um, you know, it's nerdy, I guess, but I wanted to just know everything. Um, and I had anthropology, like I wanted to kind of figure out what I, what fit me. Um, so I went in, uh, you know, uh, with the kind of understanding that, okay, I'm going to take some classes and see what, uh, you know, like what what I'm drawn to. Um, So I took, like, sociology classes um, and, like, uh, you know, I like, media classes. um, And I kind of, like, dipped in, you know, English, like, a few things. And that first year of college, I, you know, I realized that I wanted to do something around music. And music business seemed like, you know, I could kind of figure out something within that. Um, I grew up in Queens. I grew up in like specifically Jamaica, Queens, like St. Albans mm-hmm. area. And a lot of hip hop history is there. Like I grew up listening to, you know, like Al Cool J um, and the P- Nas, Rule, all these kind of like Queens patrons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was really just in, it's, I really just kind of like fell in love with the culture. Um, probably like what, 13 or something. So on Peppa era, a uh, little Kim, um, bad boy, and then the more I kind of discovered, the more I discovered it on my own versus like um, you know it coming to me through radio and my older sister. Yeah. Like I just like fell into it even more. And uh, so so once I got to college, I was just kind of like, all right, I love music. I kind of I want to try to at least try to do a job that that um, is something that I would enjoy doing, and um, I I liked. Like, I'd basically, like in my first year in college, I worked in this digital studio um, where it was like, you know, avid and, you know, also audio. And so I was kind of like played around with making beats. Um, okay. and I, yeah. And then so I was like, oh, I'll do like something with music production or music, you know, like engineering or something, mixing. And so I decided to choose that. And then no i ended up actually transferring out of temple university to um nyu and from there I, I i switched to journalism um i just kind of it was kind of uh not in super intentional cuz i wanted to study music at nyu and then um i just basically ended up choosing writing cuz i started taking classes i liked it and people had been telling me um, yeah Excuse me. I was a good writer. Um, And so, yeah, I, you know, started writing a lot. Like I had always been, I hadn't been writing poetry as a, you know, like really, um, I guess, emo emo teen. (laughs) And so that was like early, my earliest writing was just like very, you know, like casual and also like writing down hip hop lyrics. Maybe, I don't know if everyone did this, (laughs) probably, you know, like I listen to a song and then like write Lyrics, um, because I couldn't look them up online. Like the internet was not. Yeah,
0: uh, I'm. <laughs> back in
1: the day. Yeah, yeah, and then you just have pages so of, I like, to, like
0: <laughs> force you to help uh, learn the lyrics. Like, oh, oh what yeah. Again, okay, what right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I remember specific songs I did that for. It was like "Can't Hold Me Down" and like the left eyes verse on Waterfalls. I tried to do Crossroads. um Bone
0: thugs. Oh, yeah, bone (laughs) thugs. I was like, what? I can't do this. I always tell you, actually, because I grew up in Akron, Ohio, right next to Cleveland. But I actually recently was just telling somebody how when I was a kid, that video scared me as oh, a Oh, yeah. <laughs> Crossroads. Yeah, I was like, this is... He was like, dark. what? <laughs> about, I was like, yo, I was a kid watching the yeah. and I'm, you're seeing death <laughs> walking in. Yes, life, like, yeah. I was like, I did not like that song as a kid, because that video scared <laughs> yeah. the was out of me. I love this song,
1: but the video did... It was... I, like, it... It was a little nightmarish. <laughs> like, yeah. but I love that song so much. Yeah, Meet me at the crossroads. And they were just, I mean, they were still like melodic and, you know, um, that real mix of melody and rap. So I really was um, trying to basically do something around music. And then it ended up being music writing and not, you know, music business. Mm-hmm. Um so I realized, you know, I had been reading Vibe when I was younger and I was like, oh, I would love to work for Vibe. So um, that I ended up ended up interning there. Um, eventually, you know, I got in the writing world. Uh, you know, uh, it was that I worked at uh, Vibe, um, XXL magazine, um, Billboard magazine early on, uh, most recently at uh, like Jezebel, uh, the women's site. And so. I think all of that just I guess like led up to a book about women and hip-hop. Uh, you know, uh just because I it's something I've just always been around and I was always a fan you know like my favorite artists and rappers um were always the women, <laughs> like mm-hmm. Lil' Kim and Foxy and Song Peppa and Trina and Missy, Lauren Hill. Um, I really connected with the women in hip hop. And so you know um, that once I kind of figured out that that would be the book that I would write. You know that was, you know, I guess it was the rest is history, literally. But um, yeah, I basically you know grew up a hip hop kid, a New York kid, um, Queens, <laughs> Queens kid, and uh, just kind of use all those, um, basically all all my kind of uh, whatever whatever I kind of ingested during my upbringing, I brought to this project.
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely super dope. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like you just mentioned, you've worked at uh places like Vibe, Source, ESPN, but uh, not the
1: huh? Not, not the Source.
0: <laughs> oh, you didn't work at Source?
1: No, I actually, never worked there. And Benzino told me I would never work there. <laughs> I had, a uh-huh. I did an interview with him for like AllHipHop.com once, and it was like, wait, it was an interview that actually, uh. Was crucial, like a turning point for me, because it was when he was doing. You know, he um, like it was a lawsuit between like him and uh, Kim Osario, the former editor of the source. Yeah, and (laughs) there's a lot around that, but it was a funny thing. He told me, uh, he was like, "Oh, you'll never write for the source." I was like, "Okay, I'll do other stuff." (laughs) So yeah,
0: yeah, I'll I'll say my 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 personal feelings were. Been He's seeing <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, I was like, especially seeing the stuff that's been going on lately with uh, him and his yeah, daughter and all. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, come on, man, and then going at it with Royce lately, and I was like, come, come on, my my guy, like, please stop. I'm trying
1: <laughs> to get back in there. <laughs>
0: He's trying to get back yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. but I also saw like you, you, some work, you did some work with Essence and as well.
1: Yeah, some free, like over the years, I've tried to um, just kind of, well, one, just have dream publications that I wanted to write for and then actually pursue them because these are magazines that I was reading. So I was like, if I'm reading them, like I can write for them. And Essence was one of them. Like I just, I was like, I would, you know, love to write for them. I did like a Kiki Palmer cover story and like over the years, just a few
0: profiles and things like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because just uh, reading your profile, I was just like, man, she worked at like all the the Black (laughs) and hip-hop and like dope magazines Mm -hmm. that we all grew up uh, reading and loving and purchasing. I was like, like, oh, this is is super dope. I was like, I I love that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I really did. um, I think because I was raised on these, like all these publications. It, what you know, like I just wanted to make that transition to writing for them. Like it's you know Essence, Chat, um, Vibe, um, like these were magazines that really kind of just reflected us and like reflected people around me. I just I felt so it felt like home when whenever I was like flipping through them, um, and I felt people's connection to the culture and what they were writing about. I was like, oh, this is. you know, I didn't, I just didn't realize it was a job you could do until, you know, later on in life.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Speaking of, like, all these different uh, publications that you've worked for, what would you say is some of your most memorable uh, interviews or some of your favorite interviews that's either, like, good or bad? I know uh, (laughs) last time, um, you know, recording number one, you mentioned a a little Wayne one, but I I didn't know uh, Um... any other... uh, that that uh, were good or bad that you that stick out to you or that yeah. were your favorites.
1: Um, a couple favorites. Uh, Most stuff and Erica Badu. Erica Badu, I interviewed for a Giant Magazine when that was um like in circulation, and she was just great because I mean it was the era when she was just getting into digital, like period. She was you know she was like discovering online, and so I interviewed her just as she was like you know, figuring out, going from analog to digital, basically, like, you know, she was making, she was producing on her laptop for the first time, and she was, like, you know, learning all these, how to use a computer, and, like, that, so I spoke to her, like, during that, um, you know, so her being, like, this kind of having this online presence now, um, I think, like, I just, it's, I always kind of, like, go back to that interview, and she, her aura and presence was just,
0: yeah,
1: that's yes. her, I do like she just, and then yeah, I interviewed um a couple memorable ones for um Double XL, Lil Wayne. Um, like I did a cover story on him, and it was I mean I, I can't remember exactly when, but there's like three different covers. Um, it's three, yeah, it's like three uh, covers for like that one issue, and you know he. <laughs> It was just one of those moments where, um, you know, I like you. I could tell he was definitely seeing me as a girl, like interviewing him, and like as this. Like, I went to uh, Atlanta and talked to him on his um, like tour bus. I think uh, in the middle of a drought in Atlanta. Um, I just, I always remember that because of his drought (laughs) mixtapes. Like, it was a like literal drought, and um, like he was just kept calling me darling. And he was just kind of, um, you know, it was this thing where I felt my, um, like I felt the, you know, like difference or whatever of like, Oh, you think I'm just this girl who doesn't know anything about hip hop and I'm like coming to interview you and you're just like, okay. So, uh, a lot of that stuff made it into the interview. Um, I, I mean, it should be, I don't think the whole thing is online, but some of it is, um, and it's, you know, he was just kind of like, <laughs> the, he was, you know, feeling it, feeling it, feeling himself. It was, you know, he was like, I'm not hot. I'm great. Um, like it's saying he's not hot for the moment. He's like, has longevity. And so that yeah. became like a tagline on the cover. Um, mm-hmm. Another really memorable one was Rick Ross in Miami. Cause I spent um, like a few times, like a few, uh, like a good amount of time with him it was like in the at the mall, in the studio, and then like, um, yeah, I think it was like in, at the mall and like at the studio, like in his home down there. So, um, and it was around the time and like the correction officer um, oh, on, that, like, yeah. was happening. Yeah. And so basically I kind of broke some news with, with that story about like him being a former CEO and like how he kind of, you know, tried to cover it up and all this. He kind of gave an answer, but didn't. So it, uh, like that. Oh, yeah. was I was like, like, I definitely
0: remember that time. It was like, yeah, ugh, we, we know if Ross is going to make it or not, but hey, <laughs> I know. Came yeah. Out on top.
1: <laughs> I know. It ended up not even being an issue that, you know, that there was some, I don't know, like people, you know, want you to keep up this like persona of what you're rapping about versus what you live. And I think a lot of what he, showed basically was that it uh now it doesn't matter i guess like i, I don't know maybe from the younger like younger rappers it's a little different but um yeah it was just like oh that just blew over you know people made fun of him for a while 50 cent was like you know clowning him <laughs> but like you know he still,
0: make, keep making great music like the music came too
1: yeah he still ended up kind of making um you know like making these hits um so that was memorable. Uh, I, there was what? What is that show? I saw him. I saw a clip of him as a judge on like that rap show. Oh um, yeah,
0: the one with, like the Dream and uh, like S. Yes, yeah.
1: yeah, and they were like judging like some woman. Like it was just very the ties to the book were like uh, funny when I saw that clip because it's this something where like this woman is like is rapping and or or and like singing or something and. She's like super she's like attractive and like whatever has the whole i guess like what they yeah. say package and um and they're like like they there's like they give her like a good rating or something like that, and then there's this other artist um who was like basically sounds way better than her, um like yeah, they're like
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm like that's just that is the book like that says so much about. You know what people are looking for in like a female artist. It's like you gotta be, you know, like you gotta like look the part. Basically, like you can't just have the the skill or the talent. And so, um, yeah,
0: it's uh, just that. Just that just made me think of uh, that clip. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like that's definitely something we we need that that to. Uh to change is like yo just because you may not have i guess what what they call like the look like um Mm -hmm. one of my favorites who um as of today on march 11th uh chica Mm -hmm. she's i saw that she announced today uh that she's dropping her second ep tonight um so i'm I'm definitely looking forward to her um i've been a fan of hers for years because Mm -hmm. uh we were originally uh in like the like Wale's Moons, like fan club. And I remember she was oh, actually wow. uh, one of the people that was one of the original people in the fan club. And I remember her saying, like, you know, she does music and then
1: she That's started start so like,
0: freestyle videos. So, I've been a fan of hers probably like five, six, seven years already, mm-hmm. just back in the, the freestyle days when she yeah, was like freestyles yeah. and all that. But uh, uh, yeah, she yeah. like, she's super dope. But I guess conventionally, you know, right. Yeah. She, she doesn't, doesn't say, say the, that. She doesn't the look or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But like lyrically, like she's killing it and she mm-hmm. sing and play guitar and all that. But um, yeah. 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 That's how it is. But I guess you yeah, had to go into the the book the the mother load 100 plus women who made hip hop. I guess we can start off. How'd you come up with the creation of the name? Can you speak on that. Um.
1: Yeah. I would. I threw around other titles that didn't quite fit, um, like King Kings of Hip Hop, um, just because I wanted to try to be different. Uh, and, you know, that didn't quite work. And I was listening to a lot of um, Yo-Yo's, uh, you know, music, um, that first album, Make Way for the Motherload. Um, And I just thought about, like, that Name the mother load, uh, just the fact that I looked it up and I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like it's talking about something that's in rich supply. Um, and there's so many women, you know, that, you know, there's kind of these hidden gems, um, Mm -hmm. like in hip hop that I wanted to kind of bring out. And then, um, you know, obviously it, uh, points to like the volume of women that I'm covering. Um, you know, you hit the mother load, (laughs) you know, and, um, so and it's also a reference to Yo-Yo and like this this uh artist who uh you know like I so like I grew up on but um like I didn't I wasn't as familiar with her background and her as I was like East Coast artists and so it's you know playing to how you can have this discovery process even if you know um if you even if you know an artist there's always more that you can know about them and so yeah. um I just felt like it was the perfect kind of uh title cuz it hit all these different um talking points.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a uh, super double one um like you said like the the load, a whole bunch of women and like mm-hmm. I also, especially being like also an old to yo yo who's a female uh rapper in, in the game, you know, one one of the the OGs uh from, from back in the day and all that. So, um uh, definitely like that. Um you said you uh, remember you say last time you worked on the book for about like, the last like couple years, two, three years or, or whatever. He um, also talking about uh, the, the like when well, people check out the uh, the book, mm-hmm. definitely want them to check out the book. Uh, I love the artwork, the visualization, yeah. visualizations and everything inside the book. Uh, can you speak on like the importance of that and also like, you know, taking your time to get it out and make sure it's perfect and all that?
1: yeah yeah it took uh i was i worked on it for like two two and a half years and uh a lot of you know that was researching tracking people down um reporting speaking to not just the artists but also producers directors like people who worked uh with them and then you know putting it together putting the book together and packaging it um you know that took uh, all that time, and I, I, I really wanted it to be something you could kind of um, digest um, in 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 like a bite in a bite sized way, where you could kind of flip through it and just get these little snapshots of information, or kind of have a uh, go deeper and you know actually you know sit down and read it front to back and get um, that deeper knowledge also. And so, um, yeah, I. I chose I kind of like worked through like who I wanted to uh feature uh more prominently and the people who w- might, you know, get like a sidebar or graphic treatment um because I wanted it to feel fun and you know like just kind of like a fun textbook and where you could flip through it and you know have this visual history of hip hop also besides having the words um you know, and I wanted, you know, the women to kind of like for their image to be like preserved in some way along with their memory and their impact. And it all came together and there's like fun charts and like um, a list, like a a chart of um, designers that Foxy Brown shouts out um, in songs or like, you know, Cardi B slogans, um, things like that. So, um, yeah, I grew up on, you know, I, I, you know, Ego Trap, book of rap, you know, like rap lists. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out Elliot you know. Wilson. <laughs> yeah. And list are is like such a huge part of uh, like hip hop, obviously music in general, but hip hop like top five lists and um, there's lists for everything. And, you know, so I wanted to bring that spirit of hip hop to it also and have this like visual, just, you know, just a lot basically, the mother mode. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So like I said, definitely want people to check this book out. It's amazing. It's super dope. I haven't gotten through all of it, but just the little mm-hmm. bit that I've learned and just seen just from browsing and, and recently, I'm just like, man, did not know all these details or even the fact that it was this many women that's done mm-hmm. hip-hop because it's only been a few that really break through or that have broken through that we, we've learned. So it's definitely yeah, been... That, yeah. Yeah. Um, to uh, kind of pivot as we kind of teased it uh, earlier. And of course, this is probably like the, n- the number one question <laughs> you've definitely you've probably gotten. Uh, can you speak on you working on uh, the Queen, Beyonce's Blackest King and how that came to be? <laughs> um, yeah, I got, you know,
1: they were familiar with my work and uh, they as in Beyonce's team and uh, creative team. And yeah. Um, I got a call to work on the film. Um, kind of like in the middle of the process, uh, there was a writer already on board, dearsa Daly Ward, and um, she did. You know, we we ended up working together, helping with uh, uh, helping to uh, basically write the narr- the narrative um, thread of the of the film and the voiceover uh, the uh, I guess you would call it like interstitials. So um, Mm -hmm. it was a great collaborative process that kind of took me back to like what it, to like working on a magazine, which I really enjoyed. Um, And then just being able to write with another writer was something that I wasn't, um, that was new to me. And that was um, uh, like a really like enriching kind of process. Um, You know, we were able to kind of like bounce off each other and, um, And really come out with like some magic. So I think it, uh, it was it was a great experience. (laughs) Like it's so it's even beyond what I can describe in words. Really, um, as far as the what I will take away from it, or kind of like the um, experience of uh, working with B and the team, and um, you know what it you know, I think this is just, like, a project that will live through the years, and it'll, you know, people will just keep coming back to it, and that is really the great thing <laughs> that, you know, I worked on something that will, um, that will, like, really, really stand the test of time, um, and that, you know, it's just kind of, like, a rare thing, so I appreciate just working on it.
0: Yeah, I definitely thought it was dope, especially because originally, of course, you know, uh, her playing, um, now in Lion King. So when I first heard that they got like Beyonce Black is skin, I'm thinking, like, hold on, what else is she doing with Lion King? Like, I was like confused. I'm like, but hold on, we already got like the soundtrack and then you were in the movie. So what what else is this? Like, I'm, I was confused. But I'm, like, so is this like just a play version of the movie? But then when you see it and you're like, oh, okay. So it's like right. the fact that she was able to do that, like not only play in the movie, but she created like this. Um, this whole like
1: yeah, extra thing world, entire, yeah. Whole, yeah,
0: this whole other world and everything to go along with <laughs> Lion King is just like wow, that was amazing, and, and it's just like the creativity and the talent and all that. So yeah. uh, like, props, props to you and everybody else that that helped um, create that uh, whole entire thing. So <laughs> thank you, thank you.
1: Um, yeah. I do have to hop onto another call in like 10 minutes, if that's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so no, I, I like only got minutes. a couple more questions.
0: All <laughs> okay, cool. right. Um, I also want uh, to kind of go back to the motherlow. Can you speak on the, the load playlist that you got going on? Oh, yeah. I created a playlist
1: um on Spotify. You can search the mother load and um, like in Spotify it'll pop up. And um basically it's in uh it's a reading companion, like you can um read and listen to this playlist in order um so it's in reading order uh because there are songs in the book that I call out or um recommend listening to for each artist um for most of the artists that are featured um and so everyone who was featured in the book even if it's like a short kind of um like one-liner or something is on the playlist and I think just kind of going through the playlist like you just see you hear this um just soundscape of women and this history of hip hop um and you realize how many like how many hits there are also and like how many um you know women there were that really like defined an era of of hip hop you know so you can um yeah can subscribe to it it's uh once we can be at parties and stuff again it would also probably be a good playlist
0: to queue up okay cool you said it's on spotify yeah yeah on spotify uh- all right cool definitely gotta check it out. so um yeah, just to kind of uh get to it uh the next one uh in no specific order what are your <laughs> who are your top uh female rappers you would say your 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 five go to female rappers in no specific order
1: um it's probably different now from the <laughs> mm-hmm. I, like, I'm trying to remember what what the list was um so uh I guess like top five lists are so hard. <laughs> this is just like
0: yeah. I
1: have I have what I do is like a rotating top five. So I'll have top top five for like you know a week <laughs> and then it changes. <laughs> but so this week it's uh, I would put Lil Kim, um, the st- uh, st- Lauren Hill, Missy, uh, t- 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 uh, Saw and Peppa, And um, let's see. I'm going to put Trina in there. Yeah. That's a good top five.
0: Dope, dope. Okay. Uh, My next question. If you could make a Ladies Night 2021 version with uh, some of the more current um, ladies Mm -hmm. are doing things who are but like, Four uh, female rappers you would you would put on a 2021 version of Ladies Night?
1: Yeah, I mean for that you want so a few flavors because the original Ladies Night it was uh, dope because you had all these like it went from one like uh, style and flavor to the to the next like from you know like left eye, Missy, um, Andrew Martinez, you know, and yeah, because I, lo- I love know. how Missy coming at the end like hold on, you think just because <laughs> I made the beat I wasn't gonna hop on this? She was like, oh.
0: I love that. That's
1: uh, my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I would say sweetie, Megan, Cardi. Um that's three. I would throw Chica on there. Um maybe maybe one more. Uh
0: yeah, let's let's go with five.
1: I would do um Wack. whack. Like I really want to see that combination of like how they kind of transition for you know, from one style of rhyme to the to the other, and like how they could like make it work. I want, I want like, I want more posse cuts also because you know, like we got to get some more, uh, like tracks with like three or more women on them, and you know, see how that, you know,
0: see it kind of like come to life. Oh yeah, because uh, I would say if I choose five, I would say yeah, Chica, yeah, uh, yeah. Mulatto. Oh, that's a good one, Um, sweetie. Meg, yeah. You know, I want to choose one more. Um, I'm gonna go with Rhapsody. Um, that's that's good. Yeah, these are
1: both (laughs) great combinations. Like I want to, and the videos would be dope too. You know, like have maybe you know Missy kind of come in and. Um, direct or something like that, like you know, oh yeah, somewhere.
0: like like bring like the all the ladies from like uh, yeah. uh, RIP Left Eye, but you know bring like the yeah. ladies from the orig- original version, right. like maybe like, yeah, like <laughs> maybe they see them like on the beach, like oh who the, who those OG ladies and they like hey <laughs> the, look at them young girls, are they do, doing their thing or whatever? Yeah, and you stuff, got an right?
1: old video treatment.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't have to uh, talk to some people to get this the uh, yeah. uh, to happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We got to make that happen right now. So um, just to wrap it up, also uh, give like your social media and tell everybody where they can find the book and everything and contact you and everything.
1: You can buy the book at bookstores everywhere. It's on Amazon, on that uh, bookshop. I recommend uh, just trying to buy from a local shop or like a black owned uh, bookstore. Um so you can also get an ebook, and that has like illustrations, uh, like in it as well. Uh, you can follow me at Clovito. That's C L O V I T O on Instagram and Twitter, um, and that's Clovito. Like, hola, Clovito. <sighs> oh yeah, because I I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I <know>, remember <laughs> from the,
0: the, whole, the uh, sway interview. He, he was like, "How would you come <laughs> up with that?" And you're like, "Hola, Ovito." <laughs> like, <great. laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, duh. <laughs> right. But yeah, that that's pretty much all I had. Again, I I appreciate you uh doing this uh, a second time. Also, I wanted to mention because uh, I know we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm have a contest for someone to uh, win win a signed copy of of your book. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put up the rules and everything when I post this interview so if you're listening to it now you you'll see the post with all the rules and everything but uh i'm gonna pay for you to have a a copy of clover's book the the mother load so uh check that out and if you don't win the contest still buy the book check it out read it and everything so it'll also
1: be in libraries so you
0: can check it out um you know local library Oh, yeah. Super, super dope. Amazing. Amazing. But this is your boy Smiles. I'm here with the amazing Clover Hope. And this has been another episode, another segment of the Music Impulse. And we are out. What up, y'all? It's your boy Smiles. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Follow the page at Music Impulse. On Twitter and Instagram, that's M U S I C N P U L S E, and don't forget to follow the Facebook page as well. And don't forget to follow the Uncle Urban Podcast main page at Uncle Urban Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at J W Smiles as well as don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spreaker. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Your boy Smiles, and I'm out.